Hey friend, Mike McCurry here, the host of the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast. I'm so very thankful that you are spending a portion of your day with us here on the program. You know, I was at a restaurant not too long ago. Of course, many of you heard that I am now on my way to the Indian and Manipur border with uh, Burma, with Myanmar, old Burma as it's called. And I'm traveling, only spending, I don't know, uh, 30 hours on airplanes and whatnot. So I am most definitely still in the air you are if you're wondering, hearing a pre-recorded message from me right now. I'm not actually speaking to you from uh, international airspace, but I was recently out with a pastor and his family. I was a part of a gospel crusade in West Virginia. Had a great time and they had taken such great care of me. Every once in a while, I like to... um. I don't know, uh, surprise people and take care of the check when I'm not supposed to. And so it wasn't like it was a crazy expensive restaurant or anything like that. Don't pat me on the back too badly. But I feigned like I need to, needed to use the facilities. And so I asked where the restroom was and I got up and turned the corner. It was perfectly positioned, the uh, checkout stand, the, the, the till, the cashier or what have you, uh, the hostess I should say, was perfectly positioned that I could kind of stand behind a pillar and pay for the check. And so got to talking to the uh, the waiter, waitress, I should, I should say, for just a little while there and had her surreptitiously slide my credit card and pay for the meal. And they realized they had taken care of my meals all that week. It was the least I could do. And when I finished, she gave me the receipt to sign and all those things. And I crossed through the tip because I wanted to leave a cash tip. And I pulled it out. And when I did so, I also pulled out my little tract wallet. I have a leather tract wallet holds our, my gospel tracts so they, don't, so they don't get all dog-eared and whatnot. I didn't have very many tracts left in my tract wallet. I needed to, to refill, but I did have at least two. One of those was one called, I'm Keeping the Ten Commandments. Realize that, yes, I was in West Virginia, in a very religious, a very churched area of America. There are probably, per capita, uh, just as many uh, Bible-believing, Bible-preaching, gospel-centered, good churches in West Virginia as there are just about anywhere else in the nation. And so I was thinking, you know what, I... I don't have an extended period of time because the restaurant was closing. I could tell the waitress was ready to be done. We had treated her well, and she had treated us well. She she wasn't rushing us out, but I didn't have a whole lot of time to get into the gospel with her. And so I pulled out that gospel track called I'm Keeping the Ten Commandments, and I slid a 20 in there. Uh, it was a, definitely a reasonable tip for what the uh, meal cost, and I handed it to her. It said, hey, would you mind? This is for you. Would you mind reading this when you had a second? And to see the look on her face, she was so happy. And she almost looked past the $20 bill. It wasn't about that. It was a good tip. But she opened it up and said, thank you so much for this. And I turned away, looked over my shoulder, and she was standing there beginning to read it. We were the last, one of the last customers, one of the last people eating in the entire restaurant. And so it wasn't like she had a whole lot else to do besides close up. And I watched her read that for just a moment as I walked away. And I thought, oh, what is God going to do with that? I wonder if this is a young lady that's been to church before. I wonder if she's ever made that excuse, I'm keeping the Ten Commandments. Let me encourage you, friend. We don't know what God's going to do with every gospel track that we leave. But can I encourage you to use gospel tracks? Sometimes you'll do what I did. You, you, maybe you don't have the time or sometimes even the courage to talk to someone about the state of their eternal soul. 
but you can at the very least. What kind of investment, what kind of effort does it take to say, would you mind reading this when you have a moment and leaving it with a tip, leaving it with something and just saying, hey, would you mind reading this? It's the smallest thing, but you'd be amazed in this digital age, in this virtual world we live in, that physical tactile sensation of handing someone something, you would not believe the impact that it can have for the gospel's sake. Let me encourage you, visit our website, BibleTracksInc.org, BibleTracksInc.org. You can get gospel tracks for free today. Let me remind you, if you'd like to hear about my travels, about our time overseas, Lord willing, we'll have no issues. Of course, realize I'm recording this in advance of our trip. And so please know all kinds of things could have happened. And so if by some chance our flights are delayed and maybe I'm not flying out until tomorrow, please forgive me. I'm giving you my best information that I have right now. But if you'd like to keep up with my travels, Text the word TRAVEL, T-R-A-V-E-L, to this phone number. I'll give it to you nice and slow, twice, okay? You text that word, and I'll keep you updated, maybe once every other day at max, just for the next couple weeks or so while I'm traveling. It's not going to be all the time. I'll send you some pictures of some beautiful scenery, and of course, you can unsubscribe anytime, but here's that phone number. You ready? 309-316-7200. Four, zero. Once again, it's 309-316-7240. Now, we've been talking and we began a discussion about our inheritance, our last will and testament, if you want to call it that, from Jesus Christ. I'm going to read Galatians chapter number 4. Find your place there. Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 1. The Bible says this, Now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father. Even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son." made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because ye are sons, God hath sent forth the Spirit of his Son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Wherefore, thou art no more a servant, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ." We begin today with realization that we have an inheritance that was sealed in someone's resurrection, not in their death. The fact that Jesus died is not miraculous. The fact that our Savior was was pinned to a tree and died on a cross for you and for me, there's nothing really special. Criminals all through Roman history were crucified. What's amazing, what's immaculate, what's sensational is the fact that Jesus Christ rose from the dead and as such, he sealed our inheritance. And I'm so glad he did. But what is this inheritance? What do we have to look forward to? Well, let's begin with the comforter. The comforter. What is 
the comforter. Well, I'm so glad there's a song that says the comforter has come. The comforter has come. Who are we talking about? Well, look if you would at the book of John chapter 14. I want you to see this if you have the opportunity. If you can't just follow along while I read aloud John chapter 14 and verse number 26, the Bible says this, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost. So if you're wondering who is the comforter, it's the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost from heaven, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You see, our comforter, as we begin today, he was a promised comforter. Jesus Christ, when he ascended to heaven, did not leave us destitute, did not leave us derelict, did not leave us with absolutely nothing to cling to. No, he sent the, we call him the third part of the Trinity. That almost makes him sound like a redheaded stepchild. No, no, the Holy Ghost is part of the Trinity, yes, but he is just as much God as God the Father and God the Son. You see, God the Holy Spirit, he is not one to be pushed aside and to be marginalized. He is the promised comforter that John 14 tells us about, but he's not only a promised comforter, but he is a personal Comforter. Acts chapter 2, verse 1 says this And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as of fire, and it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. I want you to realize this. The Holy Spirit is not for the church by and large. The Holy Spirit is for you. He's a promised comforter. He's a personal comforter. He's also a present comforter. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 13 says, In whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that ye believed, ye were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession. Realize this, until Christ comes back, we have the comforter. But we will be wise to be careful in how we treat that inheritance, how we treat our comforter. Stay there in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. The Bible says, And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be ye kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as God, for Christ's sake, hath forgiven you. How sad would it be for Jesus Christ to give us such an amazing gift, the Holy Spirit? Yes, yeah, I know Jesus Christ walked for 33 sinless years on earth, and it would be so amazing to have been able to walk with him and actually see his physical footprints in the sand. But do you realize we have that part of the Trinity 
the Holy Spirit indwelling us. That is our inheritance. You want to talk about a special kind of peace. He is with us. Amazing. That's our inheritance. My question, though, for you, friend, today is, how do you treat your inheritance? Do you grieve him? Before you left your house this morning, was there anger and clamor and evil speaking and malice? Or were you kind one to another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another? Don't grieve the Holy Spirit of God. Tomorrow, we're going to continue in this vein in this theme of our inheritance. There's at least two more items that I'd like to point out to you that Jesus left for you and he left for me. Thank you so much for listening today. Pray for our travels, if you would. Greatly appreciate your time. Have a great day. For his glory, God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.